0: Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Borellis. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone.
1: This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: Are you ready? It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon well everyone it's another classroom edition of the round table and i'm excited you know my friend raphael he sends us some of the greatest upcoming singers he represents everyone from brian McKnight to erica campbell to stephanie mills if you're an r b hip-hop music singer singer then you are repped by by my friend and when he sent me jovian and the album a couple weeks ago i listened to it from beginning to end and i got i got it I get it. I get what he's trying to be. I get who he is. I get his authenticity. I get he puts his own unique stamp and stink on it. And as an artist who does a lot of cover music, I'm fascinated by people who write and can share their heart and make it art. Um, Because I can't do it. If you give me something to write, I'm gonna rhyme, you know, toy with boy and sad with mad and, I don't know how to do it. So when we have people who can do it, then I'm obsessed with it. So when I have the chance, even in my classroom, here in Jersey, I needed to speak to Jovian. You gotta listen to the album because he's gonna blow up and then he's gonna be everywhere. I mean, he's a halftime show at the Super Bowl. You're gonna wish that you listened. I'm giving you the scoop. I'm giving, and my album's out right now too. My album, Rewind, you can stream it on Spotify and you can check it out and I sing Diva cover songs. But look, there's a space and a place for everyone in art, right? Jovian welcome him to the round table so you know we love singers we are obsessed with music we are obsessed with new music we are obsessed with albums why don't people love an album i want to hear a whole entire album well a couple years ago breaking breaking numbers and putting out music like timothy chalamet which i kind of love Jovian, I, I love the song so we've been listening to his new album he has a debut album new york's in the house Jovian, welcome to the round table.
2: Hey, thank you, and thank you for referencing Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, that song is a special one.
1: It, it is a special song because your music is the perfect vibe. I was trying to describe it while we were listening to it today. It's just a vibe. I, I don't. I know that's cliche, but it's just a vibe.
2: No, no, for sure. I've I've gotten a lot of people that just say I make Jovian music,
1: and I know there's comparisons, and I know your voice is compared to other people. But when you really break down the structure of your music. And the, 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 the visualization, that's all the videos that are on YouTube, it's not compared to anything. It, it is, you're doing what you're doing.
2: Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. I think, I think for me, it, the, my process is, is a, is a very different in that. Um, one, I'm an actor, like my background is acting. I went to acting school for 11 years. So, um, I'm, I'm not even looking at making music from the, from the, 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 the frame of like, oh, this is going to sound good and sound like this. It's more of like, what feeling am I feeling or what stories do I want to tell? And then I create the music around that. So I am writing as an actor one, but then two, I have this disorder. It's not really a disorder. It's called synesthesia. And essentially I can, I don't, I don't only experience color with my eyes. I experience it with all five senses. So color is super important to me. And I think you can feel it. Even if you don't know, you feel the color in even a song like Timothy Chalamet.
1: Well, Listen, everybody. That's what because you're just, you're you, I have these questions about what you just said, and I I want to dig into it all. But while we're here, while we're talking about it, I just want everyone to know that the album is out and streaming wherever. It looks like this. You yeah. can you can you can stream it wherever music is is heard. Jovian AD two thousand two thousand AD. It's streaming wherever. You, so if it's Spotify or Apple or or Title or wherever you listen to music. I want people to listen to it from beginning to end. You're you're an actor. I'm, I went to acting school. I, I live for acting. And in acting school, especially in the beginning, you kind of break your heart and make it art, get in touch with who you are and, and your emotions and free yourself. How has that process of being an actor helped you become a songwriter and a performer?
2: That's a great question. I mean, I guess, uh, especially the last four years of my acting schooling, um, I was at a conservatory in college. So at any point, not even any semester, at any point, I could get kicked out. You know, that, there was no guarantee I would stay on that, in that school. So I think for me, I have no choice but to be vulnerable because in, in acting, like, it's either you're vulnerable or you get off the stage or get, off of the, the, get away from the camera. So to me, yeah, I don't have those rules in my head where I'm even choosing vulnerability. It's just who I am.
0: This episode is brought to you by sax.com.
1: Is it a character? Is it you? Are the songs based on experiences? Do you put on a kind of different personality to perform these?
2: No, that's a great question. I've done it all my life so much by like finding Jovian within some of these characters and some of these films or some of these plays that uh, now I'm just so proud to just showcase me. So they're all me. They're uh, They're all first person accounts.
1: Amazing. If you are follow Jovian on Instagram or on all socials, as J-O-V-I-A-N. If you're listening to us on the Broadway Podcast Network, New York City, here we are. So if you, <laughs> what you talk about uh, very openly in some past interviews I was reading about difficulties in your childhood, about trying to find healing and words of encouragement, was art something that you always looked to as a way to cope, as a way to survive? If it's acting, if it's music, was it just always your outlet?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I'm so blessed to have been born in New York where you know, art is so encouraged. So for me, I, I've had an outlet for every kind of sensation, you know, I felt. And I think that that really allowed me to uh, not only find my footing, but rely on myself for healing, you know, yes, yeah. being the like the person who shows like, hey, I am I'm the living proof that there is an uh, there's the other side to everything, anything you feel. And the response to those sensations are always some sort of Artistic outlet, never self harm or drugs or alcohol or anything. No matter where you are, and because I've been so blessed to be in a city that uh, allows you to explore all those things, I want to show people who you know live in I don't know South Dakota or something random, you know, a random country, a random state that doesn't have the same uh, artistic outlets that we do. Um, that you know, there's a way. There's always a way.
1: Absolutely, and I, I, I know. Uh, at the end of the year when you get your un- Spotify unwrapped or whatever you get your numbers from and you see the millions of streams that I've had and the the touch that you've had around the globe. Yeah. I, I know people are are healed by your music and that has to be a crazy overwhelming feeling.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I'm just so, in a positive way, I'm just so delusional with just the way I create and the way I am as a person that I actually forgot that people could consume my music and resonate with it as much as I do. So, getting those messages or seeing the unwrapped and seeing the YouTube numbers, the Apple Music numbers—it's—it's uh, it's beyond mind blowing. Because I, when I'm, while I'm creating or the intention in creating, I never realized that I forgot to think about how people would respond so positively to it. You know?
1: Well, I've read reviews. I've read articles about you. You, you make music. Some people call it R and B. Some people call it R and B infused with hip hop. You, I think, said somewhere that it's like a '70s sound but futuristic. Yeah, What, what, and I think that's a perfect way to put it. How do you describe what your music is?
2: Uh, That's a great question. Um, If it were up to me, I feel like I should be able to make my own genre on like Apple Music, but obviously not allowed. So um, I was always calling it hip hop because like hip hop to me is Shakespeare. It's everything. But um, it was pointed out uh, uh, some of these playlists on Apple Music, they would reach out to me and say, hey, we can't. Feature you because it sounds like since I'm pitching it as hip hop, it sounded like Jovian was the feature and the singer was a completely different person. So I learned like oh, because I'm singing first, the industry doesn't think this is hip hop, which is silly to me. So it's classified as R and B, but I wouldn't even say it's R and B. I would just say it's like alternative uh, alternative art pop. I guess
1: I I like it. I, I dig it. I don't know why we have to classify it and put it in a box.
2: For sure, for sure. But but I get it. You know, I get that it's easier for people to access and to digest. So I would say for me, especially this album, it was directly inspired by, uh, I'm really fascinated by sci-fi films. And I'm, I am I love the idea of, like, how wrong they depicted our future. So I decided, like, what would that future have sounded like had that future been a thing? So that's where Jovi in came from.
1: It's 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 fire. It's it's from beginning to end, it is fire. It is it's thank perfect you. for all the moves. While we have you here, we'll go through some of the singles and just talk about them so that people can check them out. I, you know, give me emotion, give me the ocean. I I love the I love this song. Oh what, thank you. what is your process? What is your process about writing? How do you do you keep a notepad? Are you singing into your phone? Do ideas just come to you? Do you play around in the studio? How does how do these these babies come to life?
2: <laughs> Great question. Um, I would say in general, the way they they usually come is I'll make the instrumental with with one of my producers, especially based off of a feeling I'm feeling or a color I'm feeling. And instantly I'll be able to freestyle and know whether it's in a mic or into my voice memos and know like where the rap would be, if there is rap, where the singing would be, all that stuff. And yeah, just it, it, it comes to me based off of the how I was feeling to create the production the 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 lyrics and the vocals are the same way, just telling that story, that color.
1: You know, a lot has been said. Hip hop celebrating 50, 50 years of hip hop yeah. history, and you as a, as an artist who's able to 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 do that and add that in pieces as well. You are everyone listening and watching at home. That's like you just said. You're not the sam- You're not singing the hook. You are singing the hook and the verse and the hip hop interlude and the whole thing. It's Jovian featuring Jovian. Oh. Always. So let's take a peek at some of the other songs, like like I'm Ready. Another number banger on the, on this album. What What is this song? Can you tell us a little bit about it and, and the visuals that go along with it as well? Yeah,
2: I would say with that song, that's uh, um, it was a really uh, challenging one for me because it came from the line, like the first line I wrote for that song was who are you staring at while you undress? So it's this whole idea of like this person that I'm just and I say idea, it's personal, of course, but I like to give it for the audience to, you know, also uh, resonate with this idea of just like someone you are crazy about and, and things just haven't worked out just yet. Like it didn't happen yet. And just wondering like, okay, when you're not texting me, like, who are you texting or who's making you giggle or who's in front of you right now? And like, why isn't it me? You know? So that, that came from that. And just the whole idea of like, Hey, especially with, with, with being young and, and being new to life and new to love, commitment and and vulnerability can be so scary, but if you ask me, I'm ready.
1: Ooh, I, I think we've all been there. I, yeah. I think I'm old, but for you youngsters, <laughs> for you youngsters, I think that a lot of the themes that you go through the album, it's love, heartbreak, questioning, one it's universal. So no matter how you are and where you are in your own life and relationships, there's something for you. What, yeah. what makes you write a song called Laser Discs?
2: So that that uh the, the way when I made the production of that song, especially with the beat switch, the the color of that song, which is that cover art you just showed, LaserDisc captures that color for me. So they sometimes for me, especially because I have an acting background, I don't care if the song's title has not doesn't like the, the words don't come up in the song, or even if they do, I love the idea of song titles not being in the chorus. You know, sometimes it needs to be like I'm ready, like that just makes sense especially just marketing-wise. But Laserdisc, those two words are just so capturing to me, and they make me feel so happy, and it captures the same color and emotion that the song has. So I just called it Laserdisc.
1: I I love it. I'm here for the whole thing. You talked about being able to see you know, hear colors and see colors yeah. and, and feel, co- taste colors. You know, I've, I've heard, the only other person that I could think of was that I'd heard talk of like this was Stevie Wonder. And, oh, yeah. and talking about, you know, he, he sees the colors in his music. And is it something that is distracting? Has it helped with your art? Do you find it as a gift, a curse? Mm,
2: great question. It used to be distracting because um at first I thought everyone felt it and everyone had it. Like I, I didn't think it was a thing. Um, which is why I call it a, a you know, a, a disorder, because it's not. But, um yeah, once I discovered that, like, less than 1% of people have it, um, I started to realize why certain things are distracting. Like, say I'm driving and music is playing, and then someone's playing something off their phone. I was always curious why I would take it so personal, you know? And I think that's, like, a, a common thing in my life. Like, I take a lot of things personal that most people wouldn't. And I realize, oh, it's because, like... That that color that's coming out of that that speaker is clashing with the color from my 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 car radio, and uh, it would be very distracting. And I think now that I've like I understand it, um, I'm a lot better at it. And now I use it, you know, of course artistically, and I use it to my advantage all the time.
1: Well, it, it, there's definitely colors throughout this, even if we can't see them. Yeah, and I think another word to describe this album is it's very intimate. It feels very personal it feels like you're singing to us through the speaker and it feels like what you're talking, it's the actor, it's the actor in them. It it, it just comes across like you are having a quiet conversation with someone you care about or trying to express something. Is your vibe in the studio, do you have to set things up a certain way so that you really create that, that kind of close, intimate style, or is that just the way you are?
2: That's a great question. Um, I would say the only part of, an intimacy sort of vibe i have in the studio that it's just me and my engineer Um, or if i'm in the studio making the beats i'm just me and my producer i don't have guests Um, i'm not into that even though hip-hop is my life hip-hop is very infamous for having like a lot of people in the studio which is dope for for those people but for me it's just i just want it one-on-one essentially with myself and then an engineer or producer is just there kind of uh, bringing it to life but yeah i think that that the vulnerability of course comes from you know, me as an actor. Um, but also, I'm just fascinated by Shakespeare and how in his plays, sometimes the characters would be aware that they're in a play and then say to the audience that they're in a play and say things. And it's in the play, but it's not part of the play. No other character can hear him say that except for the audience. So that's why I say, even in a song like Timothy Chalamet, I say, uh, uh i mean i'm really bad at resetting my own lyrics but say something along the lines of like i wish you were a deer so i can run you over my tesla and probably cheer and then i follow that up with saying by oh my like i didn't mean for that to come out of my mouth because i love this idea of like saying some of the crazy things that we think of as humans um being aware that that's something that's crazy and being like oh like you know i didn't mean for that to come out but we all think this
1: yeah you know I love it. It's that you breaking the fourth wall and, and yes. letting the audience in on our inner thoughts is such a, it's a great trick in theater. It's, and it's a great trick uh, in the music as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You have another love of your life you talk about as astronomy. And I am someone who feels like we're all made of the stars. We're star stuff. We are all connected in some way. When did that love come into it? And how does all of this tie together? How is the acting, the singing, the colors, the stars, how does this make up who you are as, as a person and an artist?
2: that's a great question um i would say it's kind of like the music where i don't know where it started i just it's kind of like breathing it's just there um i don't know if i love star wars and that's why i love astronomy or vice versa um but i would say uh for as long as i can remember i've always wanted to be a star traveler um and like i just i was just born like way too early so i think art but specifically music is like the next best thing to be able to you know, sonically travel to these places I've wanted to. And uh, yeah, I think that's just my my whole fascination with just being able to travel to different planets and experiencing whether it's different creatures or aliens or different habitats. I I just, I love that idea of exploration of the unknown. And since I can't do it, um, it was heartbreaking for me for a while as a kid, but then realizing I can do it through music um, is just the next best thing. And I think that's where that comes from.
1: That's it. Now we're just ready for you to be a big old star, and we're ready for. That's that's it. When uh, I, your words are inspiring, if you if you look him up, read about what he says about there was no other choice; it was going to be to make it life as an artist. And if you're out there and you have that that disease and curse and gift, that's all of those things, then you have nothing else to do. Read his read the story, listen to the music because it's it's incredibly inspiring. I want to have like a drink and I want to vibe to your. I want a live Jovian show. I'm ready for it.
2: That'll be amazing. I, I'm sure. ready.
1: <laughs> That's actually the song I open up with. I'm ready. The, uh, the, a great song. Another great song. So we'll, we'll, we'll be on the lookout. Everyone, you need to be streaming the album wherever the album is. Go, go on Instagram right now and follow and make sure that you stream Jovian 2000 AD wherever music is heard. Give it a share. Give it a listen. And um, we're rooting and we're cheering and we're ready for all the what's next and, and and for your climb. We're We're here for it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. How great is that? talents talents to to act to write to sing to be a creative voice and force and visionary and uh you know breaking in the music business is not easy so to get millions and millions of streams and then to come out swinging and and to create art and, and and music videos in 2023 where everything is against you and not have the discouragement or the the rejection stop you is inspiration for each and every one of us so make sure you listen to the album follow along wherever you uh listen to your music and follow us right here on the broadway podcast network and on the youtube show every thursday night we are live as can be at seven o'clock eastern four o'clock pacific over on youtube and you can also always check us out on the broadway podcast network listen our friends are here They have shows on the broadway podcast network all the time it's not just broadway it's entertainment it's pop culture and you need to just check us out you can follow me at robert m bannon or you can follow me at the Roundtable with robert bannon and go to robertbannon.com to see me live in new york this december to see me and my music to just be a part of it i'm so grateful to be here with you the best is always yet to come and uh, i'll see you next time right here on the roundtable goodbye everybody